I'm John Ryan, and this is Pod Roast. This week, podcast poaching as the hosts of Americast head to Global. They follow the well-trod path to LBC, but what does it say about talent management and the speech audio landscape? Nice of the BBC to let John Sopel plug his and Emily Maitlis's new home from the living room of their old one. You may have read in the newspapers or heard on the radio that Maitlis and I are off to pastures new, he says, while Emily snorts in the background in the latest Americast. There's no word on Anthony in his studio in Washington, D.C., and whether he'll still be sat there on his own in a few weeks, or whether Sarah Smith will join him on what the BBC clearly considers to be the pod crown jewels. There's now a format at play. It's take a theme and add the word cast to the end of it. Brexit cast, newscast, Ukraine cast. That becomes shorthand for these big news beasts to play unleashed with each other. Yes, it is broader than what you'd hear them do in bulletins or even Newsnight. There are more laughs, more informality. There's a natural anorak exciting shtick of referring to the producers or headphones or other unmentionable behind-the-scenes irrelevances. But the Empress New Clothesness here is staggering. So what if podcasts may have become the natural home for Newsnight Light or Diet Koonsberg? Radio is still the natural home for news, given its inherent liveness. It's obvious. It's also four times the audience at least, but maybe not combatcher, swilling, thrasher, t-shirt-wearing, stoner scenesters who hold all the media cards in this post-pandemic, pre-nuclear event 2022. Even when the Guardian media editor says things like, BBC staff can get substantial pay rises and faster career progression by applying for jobs at the likes of Rupert Murdoch's Times Radio or the forthcoming Piers Morgan-fronted Talk TV, it only tells half the story. For every Eddie Mayer, there's a Simon McCoy. So if the corporation machinations may not have been easing Sopel into the Laura-shaped vacancy at the BBC, or Emily's frustrations over her much-publicised Ed poll tellings off must have rankled, a timely intervention from the fat Tabor Global checkbook may have been hard to resist. Clearly it did the trick for Andrew Marr. But much as I'm up for hearing what they all deliver for LBC, I'll mainly be listening to the live output, assuming they're on it. Certainly Marr's breathless promoting of his new slot suggests he's spent the last 20 years only giving us half the story. Added amongst the ads for gold investment and homeopathic prostate flow tablets, suddenly he'll be carpet-bombing 97.3 with exclusives every evening. And once again, that brings us back to issue number one speech radio is samey. There, I've said it. Despite occasional forays into making it more ute-friendly, the Stacey dualisation of presentation, if you like, people making it tend to drift towards the Radio 4 Himalayan uplands. An earlier proponent of all this, John Gaunt, said about a decade ago you couldn't get a fag paper between the tone of 5 Live and Radio 4. And you know what? He's as right today as he was then. One thing we all need to do is burn down the waffle shop and come up with some fresh approaches to speech and keep them fresh. 
Back to Americast, for example. For all the deliverance banjos and tricksy scripting, three minutes in, we're into chummy, intelligent discussions about Biden, Trump and the rest. John Gaunt's fag paper again. If Radio 4 has to be the audio journal of record, the first draft of history, if you like, then you'd think Five Live is the one that should be coming up with more fresh formatics than it is. That the new talent it brings in should be just as able to riff on Ukraine as YouTube without being shuffled off to sounds purgatory the minute Putin has his finger on the button. And when it finds a new poster person, like it did with the inexplicably popular Peter Crouch, it doesn't let them always slip through its sausage fingers to Acast or Spotify or similar. That development vacuum only amplifies the breathtaking stupidity of those who lord topical podcasting, already growing mould the moment it's published, above the alternative. Like, if only we had something like Newscast that told us what was like happening but was like live. Well, you know what? We've had that since 1922. It's only our stultifying attitude to the senior medium as a form which leads to podcasting being twisted to deliver something that radio has retreated from. I only hope the BBC, against the suggestion of the competitive press, welcomes the fact that its big beasts move on, giving it room to grow the next generation, which is, after all, what we fund it for. Assuming it's still there, after six months of Nadine Doris. Or assuming we're not all vaporised in the meantime. I'm John Ryan, weary-eared and disappointed with Americast from the BBC for BBC Sounds. I listen to that so you don't have to. Back with two more podcasts for you next week. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.